Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. So happy and I'm also happy for you being a part of a living soul today. May Jesus tell us till the end of this year in Jesus' name. Let's eat from his word. Romans 8, 12 to 13. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deed of the body, ye shall live. We are debtor. Who is a debtor? A person or firm that owns money. One in debt, one who owns a debt. Why the Bible says we are debtors? This is a question that we and I must think deeply before giving an answer to it. Herein, it is not a trading, it is not a business, it is not when you will pay a loan. We are debtors, Bible says. Debtors in the essence of what, when, or how. For instances, when someone just knocks at your door house and informing you of paying what you did not own or be informed beforehand, you just go to your wardrobe. Bring out sums of money to pay your creditor. No, we'll be amazed at first and then ask when or how. What will I pay for? Do I own you? Am I a debtor to you? Or who of my family members owns you? So as I can inform you, this is few of the reply questions to your creditor. But Romans 8.12 says, We are debtors. Generally, no one knows a great of what he or she owns. But in one way, we all are a debtor and must pay for whatsoever we own the creditor. You can run away from your ethnic creditor, but this one the Bible calls us a debtor. Everyone has already marked to pay his debt, depending. The debt you and I own, our creditor are different. Also, what we will use to reform your creditor are different from mine. Some persons may even pay beyond of what they own. Because instead of repaying their debts in installments, they continually taking more loans. Since earthly knowledge says, Jesus Christ had paid for all. Yes, Jesus had paid for our sins. But Bible did not mention it that Jesus had paid for our today's sin. Romans 8 12 says, Romans 6 verse 10 says, The death he, Jesus, died. He died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. Verse 1 then said, Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? I like this verse 15 of Romans 6. What then shall we sin? Because we are not under the law, but under grace. Continuing with Romans 14 verse 9. There won't be no outstanding debt. Essentially, killing your flesh desires are your first debt to pay. Paul said, who will rescue him from this body flesh desires that is subjected to death? Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead in body is free from sin. You can see that from the book of Romans 6, 6 to 7. Since this mortal body will end becoming like a son, losing power and life in it, why not decide to bear it now than making your flesh to kill your inner spirit? This should be your daily confessions to God. Lord Jesus, take away my body, soul, and spirit, and replace it all with the urge to fear you. Admonishment. 
For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeed of the body, you will live. We all are a debtor because each of us will give an account of ourselves to God. Beloved brethren, what will you use to pay for your debt when your creditor has come? Brother, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desire of the flesh. Because this mortal body has a vow, even non-negotiable debt, to pay debt. And either you like it or not, one day you will die. Very or born, but where will your soul be, heaven or air? Apparently, if you die in Christ, you will also live with him. I beseech you, you should read Romans 8, 17-25. Thanks be to God who delivers you and counts you among the living. May he never leave you to a, a timely death. Have a remarkable week. Shalom.